0: 呵
1: Right. Two Lonely Boys in a Canoe. Thank you, Trevor. Yeah. And as you hopefully know by this point, that is Trevor Alstrom, a.k.a. Gorgeous, Gorgeous, Gorgeous George. 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 And is <laughs> Chris <Christopher laughs> Evans over here, a.k.a. Gravel Shits. Hello, everybody. How are we doing out there in radio land?
2: I have to use our radio voice. Gotta use your
1: radio voice. <laughs> All right, folks. Yeah, we're doing good today. We're coming to you on a... Friday. Friday, Friday evening, May twentieth, May the twentieth. We are excited to be here today. We got a few things we'd like to talk about. We got a few things that uh, we are kind of picking the brain that maybe you guys might like to hear about. Uh, but first, Trevor, how was your day? Uh
2: today. Yeah. Wow. Did I you got, murder anybody? Nope. But I got to work on time. Work itself was pretty solid. Just. Fixed blades, pounded yeah. pounded things on the anvil things today. Things need fixing. Yeah, pound, got to use the anvil today, which is always fun, getting the pound stuff on the anvil. Yeah, the anvil. man, beat your hammer. Oh, yeah, swinging my tool around. If good. Thor could see you now. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's it's good. I'm definitely I'm definitely notice I'm getting my, my muscles back just from that job. For so. sure, man, getting back in shape. Yeah. Physical. Uh, yeah, I'm doing push-ups shit. Let's get and shit. physical,
1: physical. physical. But yeah, yeah.
2: No, I'm built like a shit brick house right now, so it's good. Nice. My day was
1: pretty cool too. Drove forklift around, oh, repaired yeah. some stuff for the for the sales floor stuff that was you know not not working basically, and just fixed it and brought it back out to sell.
0: And, and uh, use
1: the magazine thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. Okay. Um, But, yeah, no, it was overall pretty good good day. Very productive. Uh, I'm glad uh, I'm here with my buddy, and and we're getting to come to you on a Friday.
2: I should quickly mention, on the way home, though, I was waiting for the bus stop on Bertelsen 11th, and this truck and trailer that was full of uh, barrels of metal scraps. Yeah, scrap metals. Rolled onto 11th. In the middle of the, the street, and oh, then this, this barrel was rolling around, and it spread probably uh, insecure load, man. It's it spread like fifty to one hundred small sharp little squares of metal. You gotta gotta get your plates of metal scattered in the middle of the yeah, intersection on Eleventh. And there was this big barrel that was just rolling around loose, and there was uh, also some chunks of it. It looked like like small motor parts that were just laying around. Yeah. So pieces. fortunately there was a cop this that guy did there. it this cop this, this idiot did it right in front of a cop and then he just took off didn't pull over there was a there was a Seven Eleven. he could have pulled into and like helped stopped nature. yeah but no this cop fortunately was there to stop traffic I jumped out I picked up the barrel and I helped the cop pick up all the stuff <laughs> And then all right, and then we were good. If You're a good Samaritan, Trevor. There would have been an accident, and also the bus was coming. So I wanted to be able to get on the bus. The bus wouldn't have been able to safely pull up because there would have been shit in the way, for sure. No,
1: well, it sounds like you did a good thing, and and yeah. that guy next time he needs to make sure his shit's secure before he hits the road. Seriously. Not only is it is it Keep lucky
2: secures look
1: secure your loads secure. secure loads secure your loads, folks. Make yes. sure your loads are secure. Safety tip out there. <laughs> Yeah, no. You don't want your load just spewing all over. On, it. on the on the positive side, yeah, nothing happens. No accident occurred. Yeah. Nothing happened. But if it was you know any other thing, it could have hurt somebody. Also, oh, that sucks. Were.
2: Fortunately, I was there, and I'm a decent enough person that I I always react to something. Like I'm immediately in it. All right, don't break an arm jerking yourself yeah, off. The point <laughs> is, The point is. It got worked out. Yeah. I'm just afraid if no one had been there, would it have been clean? You were there, Trevor.
1: You saved the day. Super Trevor. I'm just
2: saying, people,
1: secure your loads. Secure your loads. Yeah, no, uh, my day was pretty all right. The drive home was interesting. There was a dude that was climbing a statue (laughs) on the the way home. There's a a crane statue, a big blue metal crane that's uh, on the corner. Uh, right up the Walter street from 13, where we live, yeah. and uh, it was just interesting because you know he was trying to get up it, and you were you're watching him kind of fail, and you're like, yeah, he's not gonna get up there. But just goes to show, folks, meth's a hell of a drug, because <laughs> that dude by the end of the red light was on top of that crane.
2: <laughs> hell yeah, he showed the crane who's king of the mountain.
1: I guess you know I was just hoping he didn't fall and split his head open. Be careful out there, folks. Don't go uh, climbing imaginary, or not imaginary birds, uh, fake birds in the middle of uh, public. On um, meth. Maybe. I don't know if he was uh, on maybe. meth, but definitely something that got him up a, a statue. Probably
2: not her- not heroin, then. That's yeah. too much for Darren. He would have just fell asleep halfway up. He would have took a nap on it. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> you need to get down. This is comfortable. Yep. There
1: you go. No, uh, we're glad to be here, folks. It has been a week. And I just wanted to say for the last podcast, I was a little off. I had got some weird news before. And uh, I don't know. I wasn't really feeling it. I was just kind of going through the motions. But we're here today. And uh, we're here to kick some ass. Um, what else? What else do we got going, Trevor? Uh, oh. oh, one more thing. Real fast. Shout out Jacob Patat. Jacob Patat, we forgot about you when we shouted out the bonfire last week. Oh, and I felt terrible about that. Jacob, you are the rock. Without Jacob Patat and his crazy drops, I don't know where the bonfire would be. Shout out Jacob Patat and the whole bonfire family.
2: Jacob's pretty funny, actually. Jacob's the man. I, I I've noticed Big Jay won't mention him sometimes when he's like Christine, and you know he's going through the people. I'm like. Bro, Jacob's the regular, and he's, like, the engineer. Like No, Jacob gets mentioned a lot. But Jacob's, uh, since
1: COVID happened, he was in Florida with his parents. So wow. he had kind of been out of New York for a while.
2: Is he back in New he York? He finally
1: came back to New York for a little while. Um, I think he went back to Florida for a little bit, though. Uh, I'm not sure. He's, he's, he's bouncing around. Jacob Patat's in the world.
2: Yeah, doesn't
1: he make knives too? Yeah, he does. He's a knife
2: making son of a bitch. That's He's an cool. awesome dude. That's pretty cool. So, He's a guy who likes working out. Well. That's that's pretty dope.
1: But yeah, no, we had to make sure we corrected that wrong. Uh, there you go. He is an awesome
2: dude. Airwolf. Airwolf. <laughs> All right, Trevor. Where are we at today? Well, I decided to uh, start with a light-hearted subject. Okay. Weird hats seen in public. Crazy hats in public. Yeah. That's a great subject. Because I see weird... I'm sure you do too. What's the
1: weirdest hat you've ever seen somebody wear?
2: I have seen a guy... Non-Halloween costume. (laughs) I'm not going Halloween. I'm talking... Okay. I see enough people on drugs on the streets that... Sure. Every day. What's the craziest hat? I actually saw a guy wearing a diaper one time. I don't think it was used because it didn't smell bad, but he was wearing, wearing a diaper on the head. He's wearing like an adult Depends diaper. Yeah, yeah, and that's He, he was that's on something. the street and he looked like he was, he had had a, a rough night of chemicals. and Yeah, know, chemicals. It seemed, I guess it must've seemed like a decent, I mean, there is cotton, like I could see it could keep you warm potentially. So, you know, if you're gonna wear a diaper for a hat, make sure it's not used. Don't yeah. use diaper for the head. Don't don't wear it after you've used it, folks. Yeah, just, 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 just,
1: Dispose of it properly. Yeah,
2: you know, it's a, it's a biohazard at that point, so.
1: Unless you're really punk.
2: That's pretty punk. That's pretty punk wearing Maybe, a used that, diaper on your head in the middle of be, a mosh. That might be too punk for me. That's yeah. too
1: punk, Trevor.
2: Uh, that's like We've G. reached Allen. the limit. That's Gigi Allen level. Shout out Gigi Allen, one of the godfathers of crazy punk and crazy music that... G. Inspired, G. Allen, what up? That he inspired a lot of people. There you go. So, yeah. Uh, and the other one, I've seen... I've seen drunk guys wear safety cones as hats before. Yeah, that's pretty normal. I've done that before. Yeah, I've been you're, drunk a, you're and, a
1: crazy hat-wearing son of a... Uh, the craziest hat I've ever seen somebody wear... I think it was, like, for fashion or something. It's probably just, like, Pharrell with his weird... A uh, uh, brown hat he wears I don't know there, mean, there's, uh,
2: the musician guy
1: yeah but there's just so many weird hats in fashion especially when somebody's celebrities. wearing like a dress or they're wearing a, a certain brand or something they're like put this hat on it's an accessory and it's just the weirdest thing in the world and, and a lot of these girls go to the shows with like these nice dresses yeah, these hats. And hats these crazy hats
2: yeah and they probably would charge you arm for like if you were to try to buy them
1: Oh, it's just weird, man. I mean, like, are you wearing a beautiful dress or something? Cool.
2: Why are you Great. wearing a jellyfish on your head? Why are you wearing a jellyfish on your <laughs> yeah, head? Yeah, that makes like, no sense. As like some that's of the celebrity it. hats I've seen, it's like, are you trying to look like a belly dancer right now? Yeah, I have this. I have this 14th century emperor. I cracked his
1: skull and, and made dust out of his uh, his bones, and then sprinkled it onto this cap, and now I wear it. What? <laughs> it uh, gives me a connection to uh, past lives. Yes, yes, I travel. I travel through time and space. You are a time cop. I fucking knew it. Time cop is a thing. <laughs> All right, yeah, crazy hats are weird. Uh, if you're a crazy hat-wearing son of a son, take it off. Just, just take it off for a little while. Oh, my Also deal. Inside. My hats inside. Deal. <laughs> I got a problem that. with hats on inside. Now, call me old-fashioned. But that back for in the day, back in the day, for, it's for anybody, you wear a hat the second you enter somebody's home or, or a business or anything, you should remove your hat. It's a sign of respect. It's a sign that you're you're here to stay, you know. And it might be uh, deep down in me because uh, my brother used to never take off his hat inside, and uh, that that would just bug me. Yeah, it would just bug me. But, I don't know, man. I, I just
2: don't think there's a need for a hat in a house. What, what are you expecting? Weather indoors? I, I can see, like, if you have to have the window open or something, like, you're airing out a, a room. Like, say you cook something, you're going to air it out, you put a beanie on it cause it's cold out.
1: Beanies are a weird kind of hat. They I come in a lot of different, you know, styles and stuff. They're and they're worn where? through, you know, the Northwest exclusively. But my old deal is... If there's no need for a hat inside at all, why are you wearing it? I don't wear hats if I don't need to. So yeah. well, do do general, you see me rocking a hat inside either? Well, no. Just in general. I, I don't know. People are weird that way where they feel like
2: they have to have a hat on. My they boss? have to or else. My bosses and coworkers, there's like four or five guys, except for one old man. He does not on us too, but everyone else, they wear baseball caps all the time. And when they're Weird. inside. It fucks up your hairline. And also like these guys will be like using torches, doing all kinds of shit with machines, like with a hat on and my immediate boss, <laughs> he wears it backwards. He always wears it backwards. He's the guy that crib walks and shit. And he's a cool dude, who plays basketball. He's a white country boy that loves to act like a black guy and that's just his thing. Alright, I get it. <laughs> but he always got the he always has the, the backwards baseball cap on. Again, That's the to each
1: his own. I'm just saying, me yeah. personally,
2: take your fucking hat off. It's I'm not like, gonna rain indoors. I've there's a couple times where they're all standing there with all their hats on, like, what is this a hat, know, hat commercial right <laughs> now? Fucking, they're all wearing black hats too. They all wear black baseball caps. There's like they're black those, caps. They're yeah, gang. I they're, joke. Are, they're a gang. They're there's, black I'm, caps. I have to go down. Their their turf. I literally joked, I'm like, what are you, the black hat boys or something? Yeah. Like, And they're like, yeah. And I was like, that, no, 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 I'm joking. Don't actually make it a thing. The uh, the black hat boys. So stupid. There's like anyway, five folks, of these guys. If you don't need a hat, don't, don't wear, it. wear it. I agree Don't with you. wear it if it's, you don't um, need it. Yeah. It's dumb. Stupid. I've also seen people wear things like, you know, like sweatshirts tied in weird ways on their head. Like, I understand if you're on the desert, I get it. But if you're in like Eugene and it's 70 degrees... You don't need a sweatshirt tied around your head. People are strange
1: when, when you're a stranger. stranger faces come at you. you when, when you're, you're alone. People you. seem wicked. wicked when you're unwanted. And when you're strange. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're strange, folks. All right, Trevor, what else do we
2: got on the agenda for today? I'm going to get more to the meat potatoes you want to start with your uh, movie review? Sure, I can do that. And then I'll do my review, but I want to let you...
1: Alright, toss way. it my way, Trevor. Nope, no, no. Verbally. That There you go. Alright, that's Trevor tossing it to me. So, the movie I watched today was really cool. It was a brand new movie. Um, came out just a couple months ago. It was Doctor Strange uh, 2. Uh, the Madness in the Multiverse, I think, is the name, okay. um, and it was really cool. It's the second installment of Doctor Strange, and uh, his his whole story. Uh, he's a he's a pretty dope character in that he makes a lot of appearances in a lot of the other Marvel movies. He's a he's a pretty Strong hero, and he, he's a
0: you know he's, he's really
1: de- reoccurring character. He's
2: definitely one of the becoming one of the major characters, like Captain he is. America, he is, and
1: his story continues. Whereas some of them have stopped, obviously. I
2: like Doctor um, Strange.
1: Doctor, Doctor Strange is cool. Um, his whole movie was pretty much about you know spoilers ahead. His whole movie was pretty much about uh, a dark entity trying to take over the multiverse uh to to claim one universe um, that they deemed basically uh the perfect universe for them you know so they thought that this one universe was perfect and they would stop at nothing to get it and i don't want to go into who you mean it is social
2: justice warriors no well, okay. no the illuminati
1: <laughs> no but uh i won't go into who it is just in case you haven't seen it yet but Doctor Strange does his thing. He fights uh, with his uh, brothers-in-arms, his uh, commentage. And his magic hands. Magic spells, man. He does the magic thing. And he kicks some butt. He gets his butt kicked a little bit. Um, I put a spell on you. Yeah, they they definitely did some really cool uh, CGI in this movie. Um, I think CGI and special effects have gotten to a point where they're pretty much down to a science. Now it's like crafting it into an art. Um, but they did really good. They spent their money well on the scenes that they wanted to, I think. And they cut it together really well. Dr. Strange got to go to a lot of universes. Um, he got his, he has a new companion, basically, um, that helped him go through the multiverse. Um, we'll just call her Star Girl because she punches stars through universes. So that's um, pretty odd. Yeah, and her, uh, and uh, her, uh, her stars basically allow them to travel. Um, but she's learning to use her powers, so she's not, you know, fully, fully into it yet. She's, she's figuring it out. Strange is helping she, her. She's a shining star. Amanda she is. Reads. She's a shooting star. But uh, great movie on a, on a scale nice. of one to to amazing. Uh, Definitely a heartache. That was there a great go. movie. Uh, I enjoyed watching it. It left uh, a lot of questions unanswered, but it also uh, answered a few. And that's what I think good movies should do. I think they should answer some of the questions you're wondering about, but always want you uh, leave you wanting a lot more. Do
0: you think there'll be? A,
2: do you think there'll be a third? Oh, of course.
0: One. Yep.
1: There's going to have to be a third installment. Yeah, it's just the way they've set up the this movie. You know, it's the. Second or third, I don't know, it's like the second or third installment. Doctor Strange has had a few movies now, but this is his second
2: of his,
1: you know? Yeah,
2: because I know he was involved, obviously, in the Avenger movies. Avengers, he was a big character, and you know... Oh, so. well, actually, it wasn't huge, but he was definitely there. You know, he he, he disappeared, He'll, and he had to his, go through time. His uh, his, his companion, the the Asian dude, that's like yeah, Wong. Wong. He's but he was in the uh, Wong's the the shit. Yeah, Wong. Is Shout dope. out Wong. He's Wong in this. Yes. Yeah, Wong's cool. He's gotta be. He's got. Yeah, he's dope. Is is he his partner? Is you a, say? He's one of his
1: best friends.
2: Is his partner at this point. Wong? Yeah, yeah. Basically, he is the
1: the sorcerer supreme.
2: So Isn't he the one that trained? Because I saw the first one where
1: he he helped to train. He helped. He train. didn't help. He he did help to train. Yeah, he, he wasn't to train. the main guy, but he helped. he helped. Exactly. He became his best friend. Okay. So Wong and him are best friends, and they're in the second movie, kicking butt, taking names. Yeah. So, shout out to uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, one of the coolest <laughs> names uh, for an actor. Benedict Cumberbatch.
2: What a it, cool name. What it, a cool movie. He sounds like he should be... Speaking of weird hats... Sounds like he should be a villain. Sounds like he should be a weird villain. Sp- speaking of... I'm tying this here. Speaking of magic and weird hats, he sounds like a guy that should be announced in Harry Potter the magic hat gets put on his head. And like... What about Benedict Cumberbatch? Put it on his head. Gryffindor! Gryffindor. <laughs> Are they put it on huff <laughs> so, Yeah.
1: Great movie. I think you would love to see it. We're I'm actually going to sit down and probably rewatch it. Uh, I'll re-watch I'll it. Watch Trevor it. will see it for the first Hell time. yeah. Go see it yourselves, folks. In theaters now. I talked to another or friend. Or any streaming devices.
2: Yeah, I talked to another friend, Christina. She said it was really good, too. So, yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, that should be exciting.
1: Yeah, here, go ahead and uh, vamp for a minute. I'm gonna go get the charger for this thing. All right, okay, I'll take be right over. back. You can go ahead and start your review. I'll be right back.
2: All right, everybody. So I will talk about my album review, which I try to change genre, change genres of music on it. Like last time, I did death metal and grindcore. This time I'm gonna cover some bluegrass. And there's a bluegrass artist that Chris and I like, I've showed it to him, called Nick Shoulders. And I looked up one of his full full albums. And uh, it's called Home on the Range. Home on the Rage. And that's what we're about to check out.
1: Home on the Rage.
2: Yeah, which is obviously Play on words from the old cowboy song, Home on the Range. That sounds pretty cool. And yeah, shout out old cowboy songs and artists like Harry McQuintock. But yeah, so Home on the Rage. Home on the Rage. It's, uh, it's like. I really do like that minutes. name though. I like that name. Yeah, and the, the album is on it too. This was made during the pandemic. Okay, yeah. He has this really awesome uh, cover art for the front of the
1: album. It looks yeah. like uh, he either had a friend draw it or he drew it, he but definitely it is drew amazing.
2: It, he definitely drew it in like an Americana sort of style. Which sure. makes sense. bluegrass home on the Rage. Right. And it's just about, it's just pretty much him just talking, it's pretty much him doing like a bluegrass songs about just life especially during right now of everything. Going Nick
1: out. Shoulders is a really great artist, um, and he is up and coming definitely.
2: He's he's in his thirties, like he's our age. Yeah. And he's but from, he's
1: not uh, extremely well known just yet. He's getting there. He's, he's working, getting there. He's working his he's way He's from
2: up. the he's from the Ozark Mountains in Arkansas the Midwest. He's from the Tennessee
1: Midwest Tennessee or something. Yeah, Anywho But great artist, I love hearing him. Trevor, go ahead and play us some neck shoulders. His name on YouTube is Neck Shoulders.
2: But Nick Shoulders. But Nick Shoulders is is really So play something real quick called Yeah, uh,
1: let's go ahead.
0: Hey,
1: guess what? Uh Uh-oh. Does that sound like an online ad to me? Hey, guess what? What? Why is socialism so, so
2: popular? popular? Because I <laughs> fucked your mother, and the, uh, your mother last night and she enjoyed it. Ugh, Ooh. And her dog. Ooh. Ooh. Anyways, here we go. The song is called New Dying Soldier.
1: All right, let's well play. Great
2: banjo player. And it's Nick himself. He plays banjo, too. And right. a You're right. Yeah. Oh,
0: brother won't you come to me?
2: For I am sure... Dude, this whole album is...
1: Is amazing.
2: This whole album this, is, whole, is album. Awesome. whole album, this whole is just good. Great, good choice. great choice.
1: Great choice. I love that. And, and, and this is why I love Trevor, folks. Is a lot of the times he'll sometimes try to annoy me with his music. I think um, not not realizing obviously that maybe I don't want to hear it. But then he'll blow me away with something like that, and I'll just be like, "You son of a bitch! He's got me. <laughs> you got You son, son of
2: a, a bitch!" bitch. <laughs> Now,
1: no, that was a really great song uh, by a great artist. The whole album. What was good? the
2: album again? It's called Home on the Rage. Home on the Rage. I recommend you look it up, too. I it's will. It's free. Definitely. the whole album free on YouTube. Good stuff.
1: So, yeah. yeah. No, that was really awesome. The album's
2: like 33 minutes. Yeah, no, it doesn't matter the length. Yeah. I know uh, a few
1: of these songs on there, and they're pretty good. I like There's them.
2: some mean harmonica on here, too. Like if you yeah, don't look up uh,
1: little fun fact, "Lonely Boys" uh, context. I'm a harmonica player from yes, time to time. Not it's a good bad. One.
2: Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, Empty bottle uh, number two. There's some mean harmonica. If you want to
1: hear some really great uh, banjo playing as well, folks, uh, there's a girl by the name of Willow Osborne. Uh, she is an amazing banjo artist. Uh, she plays so great. She started when she was really young. Yeah, her father um, is a famous
2: bluegrass musician. Yeah, and. Yeah.
1: Uh, I think that she's definitely worth uh, checking out, too. So, if you're into the banjo, if you're into bluegrass, folksy um, music, yeah. uh, go check out Willow Osborne and Neck Shoulders. They are great
2: freaking people. Yeah, Neck Shoulders, Nick Shoulders, Home of the Rage. Good Home album. of the Rage. Good album. Yep. Alrighty, man. I love that. Oh, yeah. I figured you would. I was yeah. like, if I put Nick Shoulders, he
1: won't be mad.
2: No, I won't be mad. Why would I ever be mad? Oh, I could play. If I played a Tool album, it would not be happy
1: like you, motherfucker. Tool sucks. I know I'm gonna piss a lot of people off by saying that, but Tool sucks. That's your. They opinion? got a few good songs, and I bet if I, I saw them live, they wouldn't be terrible. But I saw. I could live. not get into a lot of their music. Teach their own. Take me and put me at a corn concert these days. I'll, I'll go watch corn. A bunch of old men singing about crazy stuff. I would actually, yeah, I would like that. Yeah, corn would be a great concert these days. Corn, Slipknot. If I could make a, if I could make a two thousands tour, it'd be like Corn, Slipknot, uh, Kill, Switch, uh, Kill Switch, I would have uh, uh, Bullet for My Valentine. Mudvayne. Uh, Mudvayne. Yeah. Which is hilarious because a lot of these groups do tour together in different uh, venues and And stuff. they did. They did the but, whole
2: Ozfest uh, when dude. they were up and coming in their early late nineties, early two thousands, when new metal was becoming a big thing. They were, they were, they were ruling the Ozfest scene at yep. the time. And then Ozfest took a break, and now they go to Coachella.
1: <laughs> Can you imagine Slipknot at Coachella? <laughs> oh my God, that's crazy. They'd probably crush.
2: Hey. Coachella sucks this yeah. year.
1: We got Kendrick Lamar and then Slipknot. And then like, what? And then Mumford and Sons. Like. Okay, yeah, <laughs> that's more of our style. Later on, we got uh, later, uh, later later on, on we got we have, uh, have Alan Oates and then we got, <laughs> and then we got Marilyn Manson coming out. <laughs> what?
2: Don't worry, folks. He's keeping his hands to himself right now. <laughs> we promise. And then and then after later on we have Ice T for some reason for some reason yeah and third eye blind there you yeah. go <laughs> 311, uh
1: new kids on the block Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Three eleven. <laughs> <laughs> new, kids, new on... kids on the block and then we're gonna finish with uh a little uh uh grind core yeah
2: we'll have some pig destroyer yeah, it, yeah. to end it all
1: up <laughs> alright folks we're gonna end with uh Rob Zombie here Rob Zombie <laughs> probably could be a good show
2: yeah, no, he's 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 well liked and cool enough. Or like Rage Rob Zombie's cool in so many circles. Or like Rage Against the Machine, They're, That's uh, a
1: real question: Has Rob Zombie fallen off because he's uh, kind of become more Hollywoodish? Yeah, he's still, he's still, he's still low. rocking, man. I think if you go to actually, a hang out with Rob Zombie, ooh, man, he's probably still rocking a bit.
2: That's an album I actually want to listen to all of. Uh, he came out with a new album a few months ago. I've heard a little bit. Okay, that's badass. Nice, yeah. Rob Zombie's the ship. So, you think, well, how about that for next up? We'll yeah, Rob Zombie. yeah, sure. I like
1: that. Yeah, just a little backdrop here, folks. We're uh kind of staring out at the sky back here, and uh, there is a beautiful sunset going on right now, just watching the sun. Beat off of these buildings behind us and beat off all
2: over those buildings. It's beaten off. Beaten off sunshine.
1: <laughs> but yeah, no, it's really nice. It's that time of day. No it's clouds. that Twilight hour. There's no clouds. No, yeah, it's Birds nice.
2: chirping and flying. Birds aren't real.
1: Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, that's the whole thing, folks. Birds aren't real. We'll apparently. talk about it. We'll
2: talk about it later on. But yeah. No, I'm kidding.
1: All right, Trevor. What else do we got?
2: We also have. Full of hot
1: coffee, let's go.
2: Hot coffee. Hot coffee. Uh, If you had to live in the Old West, that was something you mentioned. Yeah, yeah.
1: Do you think that you could survive in the Old West or thrive? Uh, I don't think too many people thrived that much. There wasn't much thriving unless you were got lucky. the owner of a big
2: company. Or, or you got lucky somehow. You got real
1: lucky. You struck oil on your property or something like
2: that. I've abandoned my boy.
1: Oh, ah! right. yeah. <laughs> there will be blood.
2: There's <laughs> a movie review on that fucking Yeah, movie.
1: that's a great movie. But I think that a lot of the times people take a lot of the things that we have nowadays for granted. Like yes. fresh drinking water. Electricity. And, and light. Yeah, like having candlelight sometimes, like having candles, you know? Having that could be a freaking game changer in a, in a bad night. Or reliable transportation. Yeah. You know, not having uh, to get up and, and get your horses ready every morning to go out and just go to town, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a real lifestyle change that I don't think a lot of people could become acclimated to easily. That would take that would take years, you know, before somebody because got really used to it.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's so many skills, and,
1: and you got to be hopeful that you live that long. Yeah, you know, if you're just dropped at your current, you know, age, you'd probably really struggle. But if you were born, maybe in the old west, and you didn't really know any other way, you yeah, know, I grew up with it. Yeah, yeah, but you imagine just being an adult in the modern day, getting dropped into the middle of the old west. I and would, it's like you're gonna shoot these horses, or else we're gonna shoot at you. It's like what? <laughs> where's the where's the HR department around here? HR? Mean for
2: horses? No. Yeah. <laughs> Who taught you to spell and read, <laughs> Mr. Ed? My horse, of course. Yeah, no,
1: I don't think too many people could do it. I certainly wouldn't want to do it. Um, I have done. I'd it probably for periods, end up yeah. doing what I think would happen. Uh, to most people, you'd end up becoming an outlaw or a bandit or something. Yeah, you know, you'd probably end up ganging up with some people and try to get, trying to try rob to get a bank rich or quick, something. Real quick. Yeah, trying to rob a bank or something. Because I'd get bored of the day to day, you know, day to day, in and out, in and out, day and day. Just the grind. of Yeah. The, like, eventually, I'd or... just go ahead and be like, Hey, I want to, I want to go and uh, rob that bank and see if I can get away with it. <laughs>
2: Because there's a there's a shot you might you know his security and cameras yeah doesn't exist. So you gotta these... hope
1: that the sheriff doesn't get you. Yeah. Sometimes
2: sheriffs can be bought. Yeah. You know? Sometimes sheriffs can be paid off. Also, a lot of those sheriffs like they were having to go between towns sometimes. So yeah. Right. Sometimes riding. the sheriff has gone for a week. <laughs> and, and, then, and he literally he literally left it in charge of like the undertaker who's like sixty five years old named named you know. Fred or something like yeah, Fred. Keep, Fred's Fred's in charge. Fred's he's sitting in there charge. Sleeping
1: with the uh, keys on his uh, keys on his thing right next to the bottle of whiskey cell. right there. Yeah, he's got his hat tipped forward. He's got his gun and his keys sitting right there by the guy in the cell. Just like
2: a Clint Eastwood movie. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yep. Now I don't think a lot of people could man the the hard life of somebody in the eighteen hundreds, man. You
2: know, early nineteen hundreds.
1: They could, they could just die from you know an infection.
2: Dead yeah. cut. I've done it for periods at a time. I did it for five months. What the... you time traveled back to the old yeah. west? Yes. No, I was, I was in the, I was in a, a camp where we we built trails. Yeah,
1: and... that ain't quite, that ain't quite the same, Trevor. I don't think it's the same. You've had an experience in your life. I'll give you that for sure. Yeah. But well, every day, I, have from, you have you had
2: to live in the West? No. Nah. Yeah, my whole life that'd be that'd be rough. Nah, that would be rough.
1: How how long do you
2: think somebody could go? That's a question. I don't know. I think I would last longer than the average person, but it would be rough. Yeah. And I would probably like you. I'd probably get, I'd probably get killed for getting drunk and maybe something saying something stupid Yeah, talking or, shit to the wrong person. Yeah. I think I could last maybe a year maybe a year
1: a little over a year? a year
2: a year would be the benchmark a
1: year or something yeah knowing me I'd probably cause get... I'd get tired of it after that and if there was the possibility of going home I'd fucking try at all means to do it I'd probably get acclimated and then eventually realize it sucks <laughs> and then be like yeah I'm getting out of here I gotta find the dock and we gotta hit 88 miles an hour <laughs> get this get uh, this uh, car out of here fucking dock
2: 88 get the walks. 88
1: Oh, wait, what is it? 22.1 gigawatts. Oh
2: something. Wait, I I got news. Your kids. Marty, Marty, we gotta
1: go to your kids. They're terrible. They married a black (laughs) Black guy. guy. It's like, we actually don't have any problem with that, Doc. Wait, you don't? Well, Okay. And he goes, well, you know, the black man invented pe- uh, peanut butter. In <laughs> stock. Maybe you should drop me off. I don't think we should hang out anymore. Shout out to Family Guy doing a spoof. Family Guy's so ridiculous. Uh, uh, Back to the Future. Yeah, 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 I love Back to the Future. All right. Yeah. What do you think, Trevor? Do you think you can make it a year?
2: I think I would do better than the average person. Yeah. But we'd probably end up dying from some stupid disease or something. I mean, like, day-to-day, I think I... Somebody cough on you, you got polio? Yeah. <laughs> but day-to-day, like, I know how to gather things, spend some hunting, I fish, I've, I've had to build structures out of the forest before. You've had to forcefully take
1: it from a woman. There's not a lot of laws back then there, Trevor.
2: <laughs> well, you know, You're going to learn to love me, ma'am. And it's just like, okay. Well, I'd be like Mike Tyson, his quote, I'm going to fuck you till you learn to love me. You uh, white pussy, Mike, white get bitch. Out of here. <laughs> Mike, get out of here. But yeah, if I had... Maybe if I had, like, my guitar with the wooer and some, like, some liquor to... No it, guitar,
1: Trevor. You don't get a guitar.
2: All right, I'm making an instrument, then. <laughs> I'm making a fucking rain stick. I'm doing something. Uh, you're going to make a mariachi band. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> We're a mariachi band. We're jamming through here in <laughs> town.
1: Uh, all right, man. Good good contest.
2: But yeah, everybody... Practice. About a year. About a year is what you might, yeah, want, practice. might want to make in the Old West. So, uh, pra- practice survival skills in case you yeah. know, end up in a situation. You never
1: know when you might need to trap or something. Yeah.
2: Or just start a fire without matches or build a shelter out of yeah, trees. Yeah, if you're going to learn
1: any of those skills, folks, learn how to start a fire with a flint and steel. That's probably the most valuable thing you yeah, can probably the, do.
2: The others probably be gathering fresh water out of a safe how to safely gather and also, water. And also yeah. building shelter out of the forest or whatever. Definitely uh, fresh
1: water gathering, uh, shelter, shelter building, and basic fire. Uh, obviously, shelter,
2: water, food. Yeah. Basic.
1: Well, not even food, fire, I think. If you can and get heat, fire, yeah. uh, you can sustain yeah, heat, a little bit longer. Shelter and then water and yep. then. And, then, and the, then you can work on food once you get those and other set up. Things. Yep. I like that.
2: All right, Trevor. Next subject. Uh, actually, I have this for city nickname slogans. So, like, nicknames that cities have, like, for example, New York City is called. The Windy City. You know, no, that's Chicago. 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 The Bears. The Bears. The Bulls. The Bulls. The Bulls ah, and the Bears. Ah, ah, ah.
0: It's all right. It
2: happened to them last week. It's all right. <laughs> Shout out, Chris Farley. And R.I.P. Other guys. All right, B. Definitely. And yeah, then it, it was
1: Michael Myers, uh, it was Chris Farley, uh, who else was there? There was a
2: couple of the guys that did the Michael States Jordan, film. Michael Jordan himself showed he up He was in it. one episode. Yep. Yeah. And then you have like the Big Apple, New York City, and then you have like the Big Easy. I
1: wonder how, yeah, New Orleans. Yeah, I wonder New how New people get those names. To the, the world's cities.
2: biggest little city, like Reno, Reno Sin City, Chicago, uh, Nevada, Vegas, uh,
1: Vegas, Las Vegas. I don't know what my um, heavy slogan is. My heavy slogan is, "Duco can get shot." No, it's probably like, "Come for our beaches, but stay for our drugs," or something probably. like that. Yeah, probably. Stay for our prostitution and drugs. And strip clubs. There's a lot of good strip clubs in South Florida. Just to let it be known.
2: Shout <laughs> out strip clubs. I've never really clubs. gone, but. I know for a fact. You've been around. I've been around enough. know. True, and then uh, you have here in Oregon, we have a city that's 100 miles south of us near the California border called Grants Pass. And I've driven through there and I deal some shit with them recently. And they have a city slogan that says, It's the climate. I think that is the dumbest slogan I have ever seen for a city or anything. It's like uh, going so to
1: Salt Lake City, Utah and being like, it's the salt.
2: It's the salt. Yeah. It's the salt. <laughs> Matt, what, why is this guy right now giving me attitude? It's the salt. Why did this guy just shoot up this uh, this Mormon church right now? It's the salt. It's the salt. You know what's nuts? Is I just had
1: crazy deja vu. I had crazy deja vu. Like, I would already dreamed of this moment. You said that. I thought that somebody was going to knock on the door for some reason, but I was like, nobody's going to knock on the door. But, yeah, no, that was crazy. I just had a real out-of-body experience right
2: then. Someone's been watching some Dr. Strange over here. No,
1: dude. I, I Ever since I was a young kid, here's a crazy context most deja people vu. don't know. Uh, when I was younger, I used to have very uh, lucid dreams, very uh, vivid dreams and stuff. Me as well. Um, yes. And for some reason, the ability to have that, uh, like, memory of a certain moment in the dream, it would come up in real life constantly. Like, it would be, uh, deja vu all the time. And they say, you know, deja
2: vu's the matrix glitching or whatever, but... I don't know man. Deja vu is a trip. I have had moments too when like I'm having a conversation or I'm doing an activity and it's like I've done this and I know what's gonna happen. And do you then think, do and you then, think and then and then it's happened where I predict it's gonna happen and then it happens. Then I'm just like, what I've had that happen <laughs> where I'm like, I gotta smoke some weed right now. Do you think that it's it's very possible
1: that our minds uh have lived these lives before and we have previous memories?
2: Of what's possibly, about to happen. Like, Recarnation where I mean, we don't know enough to really say no or yes. It's like it's like do we fully know the answer to like UFOs or aliens like we don't really know yet. So I don't know how I to, think that we don't know the not yet. knowing
1: is really interesting for certain things. But I think that like if humanity knew some of the depths like the universe has to hold. I don't think people would be. go insane, man. Yeah. People would go nuts. And you know, you imagine being like Neil deGrasse Tyson. This dude's probably got so much knowledge just smashed in his brain of the yeah. universe and he probably's just, you know, I could never tell everybody, you know There's a
2: famous quote by uh, HP Lovecraft, who I love. He's a very famous very author. Cool name. Yes. And they're, they're a, uh, the name of his cat not so cool, but his, um, What's his cat's name? might start with the might be the N-word. Little N-word? N-word man. That was the name his parents had picked. His cat it. was named N-word man? Yes. That in real life. That's literally the name was cat. And he, hey, mentioned, hey. and he uses that name for the cat in a couple I'll of stories. I'll tell you this.
1: There's a lot of people I know that, you know, they're not racist folks, but they call them they call their cats little n-word. But also. Yeah, you'd be like, what? And they'd be like, you can't call an animal that.
2: You also gotta realize, like. You yeah, we we'll call a human that. He grew up in the late 1800s, so he grew up in the Victorian age. I mean, he was young in the Victorian age.
1: I don't know, man. It all seems bad now. Trevor, you're gonna get yes. it canceled. No, it is bad.
2: <laughs> but it's just like with. Um, don't go saying the n-word,
1: folks. Just leave it. Just leave, leave it be. But anyways. As long as we realize people are black and white, there's no need for that language,
2: you know? No need.
1: People don't call us, uh, when I was younger, especially growing up in South Florida, getting called a Little Cracker was, was basic. That was just the first thing, you're a white kid in a mixed neighborhood, yeah. and you were of, uh, you were on your own basically. Oh yeah. Uh, and you would get called Cracker. Yep. Or, you know, Hey, uh, hey Whitey. you know, like I, Honky. I got called Honky sometimes. Yep. I was like, What's Honky?
2: Yeah, when I was a kid, too, I had nice guys that would call me that. And it was. So, folks,
1: just, you know, we'll try to leave the names at the door. You try to leave the names at the treat door. Treat everyone equal. Like, that's why we come to podcasts like this, so yeah. we can say the things that you don't want to say.
2: Yeah, treat everyone equal is what we're trying to say.
1: Be nice to people. Until they're assholes. Then call them whatever you want.
2: And throw poop at
1: them. Nope. Don't throw poop at them. Don't throw poop at people. I don't advocate for shit throwing. I do. But anyways. Beat them up. But That's anyways, what I, I advocate for. Assault and battery.
2: Hell yeah. <laughs> so let yeah, me have to H.P. Lovecraft had a quote about how um, if you learn about there's the dark depths of the universe and that if humanity knew about it they would go insane. To paraphrase it. Pretty much what you said. And how ignorance is bliss. To really simplify
1: it. Pretty true, man. It's the same like uh, context of the Doctor Strange movie. Like, the darkness will overtake
2: you. He got a lot of his stuff from H.P. Lovecraft. A lot of his
0: Ooh. ideas.
2: Woo. Yeah, Cthulhu and a lot of that stuff. And from Lovecraft. like He was very influential in sci-fi and horror and all that. So, yeah.
1: Just don't tell me that there's a a giant uh, bunch of aliens roaming around in spirit form, and that uh, oh, there's some similar shit. That Scientology is going to be the reason Zinu. why. Like,
2: yeah, Zenu. Don't tell me that Xenu's coming down oh, and he's he, going to change everything. Oh, Zenu's coming. Never, <laughs> you better have enough money to give him. So who's the dude that wrote that? L. Ron Hubbard. L. Ron Hubbard. I'm a, weird I plot. bet. He literally made a bet with his sci-fi writer buddies that he could start a religion and they're like, oh, that's bullshit, and he won the bet. I bet he did. He you definitely know. did. He threw, he threw enough money around that, yeah. Scientology's a weird religion. Yeah, no shout-out to Scientology. or. No shout-out to Scientology. Or it's not Robert. even a real religion. Yeah. It's a way
1: to scam people out of money.
2: <laughs> yeah, if you want to get clear, you have to give all your money and more some.
1: If you wanna, if you want a religion, folks, go with the with the old school. You know, you might get touched, you might get your kids touched. Well, at least you'll know the pastor that did it. Yeah.
2: yeah. Or if you really want to go old school, maybe you want to go Norse mythology. Maybe you want to go worship trees. Paganism. Yeah. yeah. You know, sacrifice. Get back an animal. to the earth, people. Yeah. Maybe cut up an animal. Mother maybe, Earth. Maybe pray to a, a tree. Father son. Yeah. Or you could do none of the above,
1: and just sit there and be chill and not even worry about this crap? Current events. Okay, Trevor, me and him had an idea to do a couple current events. Trevor, what was yours?
2: Mine is on the medical benefits of snails. So, you're telling me that snails have medical benefits? They do. That's pretty cool. Not just sexual benefits, but medical benefits. Oh, alright. So, what kind of
1: uh, research are they doing on snails?
2: Well, a big one is... I have this article from a magazine called Birdie. It's, here's everything you need to know about snail mucin, which is snail slime. And apparently it was written by Melane Rudd, medically reviewed by Gary Goldenberg. Goldenberg. MD, certified dermatologist, and same guy again. So those are the... It's
1: a good doctor name, Goldenberg. I trust that doctor. Oh,
2: yeah. So there's my uh, citations, so you know it's hopefully legit. But yeah, it's a slime that, not not when it just is cruising around, but when Of course, it, when it has it's a It's poked in its yeah. yes. So when, when it's under stress, it, cr- it creates a slime that... Certain hits, mucus. Big, that protects it, and also, like, if you see it retract into a shell, it'll leave a... This video of slime. that can drive really fast. Okay. And uh, it's called mucin. Okay. And right now... In, Uh, Korea is leading the way with it, but they managed to take that slime and add it with other things, and right now it's really big in uh, healthcare and just skin products, and it's used a lot for restoring skin. It uh, strengthens your collagen, which is a uh, major protein for helping out your skin.
1: Sure, I've heard of collagen.
2: Yeah, and it's also high in vitamins A and E, which is good for your skin. Yeah.
1: So they're using snails to uh, to help people. When are you going go to go? I bet that's a spa thing already. I bet you go to a spa somewhere and they put a bunch of snails running And there's just a there. bunch
2: of lettuce and shit. I've seen some interesting videos of uh, snail farmers that collect the slime. There's this French guy. He literally has a giant uh, a snail coop, pretty much. It's like a giant greenhouse full of lettuce because... They love lettuce. Yep. And areas from the hang out, and he goes around and gently prods them and then collects them in vials. And it's he has thousands of snails. Wow. And he has a team of people helping him collect it, and then he they send it off for medical research, but also for healthcare companies. Sure. Because the because right now it's being bought. The by benefits healthcare.
1: that people have found in insects have been ridiculous. Oh,
2: they they. And we're still learning yeah all the time the
1: science is evolving and through better science we'll get better results for pharmaceuticals for health care in general um the world is built for us so i think that a lot of the things in the world are made to help us you know there's a lot of things that are made to hurt us as well but we gotta be able to find what works for us and what is the most effective and definitely use it to our benefit.
2: Here's a fun fact, if you look look at a uh, health product that snail, you know, has snail slime on it, if you look on the ingredient label, it'll show up as snail secretion filtrator, SSF. Okay, do you know what kind of
1: products it might be in?
2: uh, It would be on different skincare like
0: Just skincare products. Yeah,
2: just like like here's one that talks about Biopel. Like if you just go to like makeup section or something over there, healthcare products it'd be under that. I don't use that stuff, so. I, Trevor,
1: you I need to get some snails.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's right. a, there's an idea, and then there's an, another article here. If so I can. Here it is. According to uh, BBC, I mean British Broadcast Channel, not the other kind of BBC. Alright. News. I'll clarify for all you pervs out there. Fucking troglodytes. you were
1: the one thinking about it. Nope.
2: So, uh, Snail Slam, they're talking about how it could mend bones. And this is an article from, shit, from 2000. It's an older one. But uh, I guess in the last few years, they are making, tr- looking at how the slime can uh, help for treatment for broken bones.
1: All right, Trevor, slime is good. Is that what you're trying to get at? Yeah,
2: it's All good. Right. And we can use it for medicine. We're still learning a lot. All right, There's... folks. Trevor said it here first. Start sucking snail slime. <laughs> yeah. It's the crystalline in the mucus yeah it's high in calcite which is a common carried mineral alright now you're just rambling on alright so there you go
1: anyhow your turn alright my current event is about um it is from the New York Times I just read it earlier today but it was an article about uh Depression and anxiety and stress in teenagers these days, uh, basically, with all the things in the world that are going on that are uh, filtering back to the children. Basically, all the COVID, you know, the last couple years, the uh, Trump presidency, pretty much, uh, all the added stress of, you know, the uncertainty of our world with wars and crazy things happening. Apparently a lot of the depression and anxiety and stress among teens is pretty hardcore. Um, And I think that this is happening because people are becoming more aware of these things through uh, younger people. I bet a lot of the time when uh, people were younger, they just kind of uh, thought it off. You know, they didn't spend as much time focusing on the the children's aspect of uh, psychology. And I think that now that the science is getting better and we have more uh, child psychologists, the amount of stress and anxiety that's being found is pretty remarkable. I can definitely attest that I, as a person, as a human being, uh, feel very stressed out sometimes, especially with uh, the uncertainty of the world. Um, So I can only imagine what it's like for a younger person with, you know, trying to figure out their life and trying to figure out their, uh, you know, sexual orientation, whatever it may be, uh, trying to have friends, you know, all these things that we as adults don't pay as much attention to because they don't mean as much to us. But when you think back to the things that were important to you as a
2: teenager... They didn't mean as much to your their- Folks, but to you they meant more. I mean, exactly. it's, a ger- it's a generational and, and thing. It,
1: yeah. it goes back to, you know, why are all these things happening to teenagers? Well, it's a trickle-down effect. You know, I do think that uh, a lot of the things that we stress about... economics. <laughs> well, I think a lot of the things that we as adults stress about, children and, and teenagers specifically, they pick up on that you know. Definitely.
2: um, Well, they they pick up on our traits. like Exactly. The
1: apple doesn't fall far from the tree. So I think that a lot of the times that we don't realize what we're doing can help to ease stress in children. So if we're not stressing, if we are finding the calmness in the situation, we can pass that along, you know, and we can give guidance. But if we as adults don't have any control... How are we expecting a teenager to control their depression, their stress, their anxiety? We as adults have to find our own, you know, rocks in our lives, our stronger things, so that we don't pass that on, you know, because our insecurities and our problems are ours, but we shouldn't pass that on to the next generation,
2: especially um, with. There's more people now. The so there's more people that are stressed. You have social. More media. problems,
1: man. Social media is a huge part of it. Uh, but I think that it starts at the house. You know, yeah. if you gotta, if you got the ability, sit your children down and explain to them what these things like stress and anxiety can do to yeah.
0: them. You know, you because
1: can. last thing you want to find out is that somebody committed suicide, or when
2: they, or,
0: was a school shooting, or,
1: something or went like that. And shot up a school because they felt that they couldn't be heard you know there's always yeah. somebody out there to listen and there's always somebody out there a guarantee that will spend the time if you just ask you know so if you're going through stress or anxiety folks don't feel alone we all do it's a part of being human maybe go yeah. masturbate real quick do take you it easy do. yeah smoke a joint figure it out it's the uh, music yeah, yeah listen to a good song you know find find the little things that bring you joy people all right, we're about to wrap up here, Trevor. You got a uh, outro for us here? You got the guitar ready to roll? I do. All right. Appreciate you tuning in and listening to us gab on. Um, we've had an awesome time today. We're going to get back at you Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, that's right. This Sunday. And uh, we're going to have tuna cakes for dinner. Yeah, tuna cakes. Shout out tuna cakes. Shout out.
2: Tuna cakes.
1: All right. Well, we're going to wrap this one, guys. It's been Two Lonely Boys in a Canoe
2: featuring uh, nobody. Uh, Gravel shits, a.k.a. Chris Evans, not Gorgeous George, a.k.a. Trevor Alston. We gotta work on
0: the sign off, folks, but that'll be it. Peace. Later.